Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcast, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hello out there. This is Mark Abrams, the Abrams Boxing Show, another week. Um, so we're uh, still doing, uh, we're redoing our studio. So uh, we're going to be redoing our studio, redoing the theme song. So uh, uh, no makeshift area right now. So uh, just uh, mind our appearance uh, for the next couple of weeks. We got a couple of good guests for you. Emiliano Vargas uh, will be joining us and undefeated uh, DJ Zamora um, will also be joining us. Interviews I did a couple of weeks ago while I was out in Las Vegas covering Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. Let's kick it off. Guadalajara, Mexico was the scene. 55,000 people saw Canelo Alvarez retain the undisputed super middleweight world championship with a 12-round damage decision over John Ryder. Scores are 120 to 107, 118, 109 twice for Alvarez, who's 59, 2 and 2. Ryder falls at 32 and 6. Decent performance for Alvarez, not great. Uh, he's taking a lot of heat online, saying he didn't stop Ryder. He beat him up. He bloodied him. He dropped him in round five, but couldn't get him out of there. The old Alvarez, people are saying, you know, could have gotten him out of there. Maybe, maybe not. Ryder is a tough guy in there. I mean, he's not the sexiest name in the book um, when it comes to opponents for Alvarez. But, yeah, he's a tough guy. He's he's a grizzled guy. Uh, yeah, sure, he's got six losses. A couple of them are um, controversial losses. But uh, he hung in there. He did a good account of himself in front of fifty-five thousand of Alvarez's adoring fans. Uh, now it's going to be seen. And now it remains to be seen what is Alvarez is going to do for the fall. Is it going to be Dimitri Bevel? And if his Bevel is going to be one hundred and seventy-five pounds, is what Alvarez wants, or one hundred and sixty-eight pounds is what Bevel wants. Bevel is saying, "Well, if I beat him again at one seventy-five, it just whatever." And I want to win the undisputed super middleweight title. Alvarez said, "No, I want to beat him on his terms." Never heard that before. Obviously, a lot of times where um, where uh, where fights they they all they're trying to dictate terms that's going to benefit them. They're trying to dictate uh, terms which is going to benefit the other guy. Strange stuff in bo- only in boxing. Uh, so uh, that remains to be seen. A d- decent undercard. WBC flyweight champion Julio Cesar Martinez went to twenty two, stopped his fourteenth uh, opponent. Uh, as he took out Ronel Batista, who's now 15 and three, round 11, to retain uh, the WBC uh, flyweight championship. Uh, that was the co feature bout. In, in a very interesting bout, ex- entertaining bout, and, and controversial bout at that. Super lightweight Gabriel Galaz Valenzuela went to 27 3 1. He scored a 10 round split decision over Steve Spark. Spark now 16 and three, the Australian. Uh, Spark got dropped in the fight, but I thought he won pretty much seven or eight rounds in the fight. But yeah, I don't know if it was going to be a close fight. The 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 fighter from the home country of Mexico was most likely going to get it. Scores are 96-93 and 95-94 for Valenzuela and 95-94 for Spark. Comebacking former WBC light heavyweight champion Alexander Gavostik 
went to 19 and one, stored his 15th knockout over Ricard's Bolotniks. Bolotniks now 19, seven and one, six round stoppage in uh, the opening bout of the pay per view. Uh, Saturday night from Guadalajara, Mexico. One other fight that made the pay-per-view telecast. Unbeaten 18-year-old featherweight Nathan Rodriguez went to 11-0 as he scored a 10-round majority decision over Alexander Mejia. Scores were 96-93, 96-94 for Rodriguez, 95-95 even. So, uh, you know, good night of boxing on pay-per-view. Uh, last Saturday night, Guadalajara, Mexico. Canelo Alvarez, you know, uh, like I said, uh, there are a lot of fans out there who think now he's very right for the picking no matter who he fights, whether it's a Benavides, whether it's a Bivol, or or someone else in the super middleweight division, light heavyweight division. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see uh, what goes on with uh, Canelo Alvarez. Um, also, a Saturday afternoon, speak of light heavyweights, WBA number one, WBO number two, WBC number three, and IBF number 13. Uh, light heavyweight Joshua Boazzi uh, scored a 10-round average decision over um, Pavel Stepien. Boazzi now 17-0. Uh, Stepien falls to 18-1-1. Scores are 96-92, 97-94, and a shutout, 100-90 for Joshua Boazzi. And earlier in the week, uh, Joey DeWaco went to 24-10-4. He hammered out a six-round decision, bloodied up Colby Madison in a fight that was seen live on BXNG TV uh, on uh, Tuesday night from the live casino uh, Philadelphia in, uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, this week uh, on Showtime, Rolando Romero, one of my favorite fighters for strange reasons. He, he's a fascinating guy, Rolando Romero. I had a chance to interview him before his fight with uh, Gervonta Davis, and he just uh, he's a little out there, but I, I kind of like it. You know, I, I kind of like it. I think he believes everything he says. And, um, you know, so this week he's going to get a chance to fight for the WBA interim 140-pound uh, championship. Uh, Romero, 14-1-12 knockouts. He's going to take on Ismail Barroso, uh, the title became available, we'll say, after Albert Puello, the champion, tested positive for a banned substance. I think they're still trying to test B samples. So right now, Puello is the uh, champion of recess. That will headline a Showtime card Saturday night. The undercard features a super lightweight action. Two uh, division world champion, Rancis Barthelme, 29-2-1, faces Omar Juarez, 14-1-5 knockouts. And Batir Akhmedov, 9-2-8 knockouts, takes on Kenneth Sims Jr., 19-2-7 knockouts. Saturday night on ESPN, to world championship doubleheader, where the undefeated WBO middleweight champion, Yanabak Alamkanala, 13-0-8 knockouts. The Kazakh style, Tate will defend his title against Canadian Stephen Butler, 32-3-1, 26 knockouts. That will take place at the Stockton Arena in Stockton, California. The co-feature will also be a world title fight for the vacant WBO Bantamweight Championship. Jason Maloney, 25-2, 19 knockouts. He will take on big-punching Vincent Astrolabio, 19-3, 13 knockouts. Astrolabio defeated Guillermo Rigondeau, basically that helped catapult him to this title opportunity. When I was at the uh, top-ranked gym a couple weeks ago, I had a chance to talk to a couple Good young fighters. Actually, one at the top ranked gym and one in the media room. First up is going to be Emiliano Vargas, the son of Fernando Vargas, recently signed by top rank. He'll be on the May 20th Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko card. And uh, this is why I had uh, young uh, Emiliano Vargas had this. Here we are with, uh, let me make sure it's on. Sorry about that. Emiliano Vargas just added to the card May 20th. Uh, big, big night of boxing. Uh, what are your thoughts? You're a month out. 
No, well, uh, I'm excited to put on a, another performance. You know, Top Rank is an amazing uh, promotional company. They're uh, keeping me very busy. I'm looking to get in there and, and make a lot of noise. And, uh, you know, prospect of the year, 2023 is on my mind. I know you and your dad and your brothers, you, before you signed with Top Rank, you were fighting on different cards. Right. What's it mean to you, because I know I, from being around, I'm sure you know, when, when Top Rank signs you, they're not just signing you because your last name Vargas. They, they're signing you because they, they really believe you can really fight. No, yeah. Like I said, it's a blessing. Top Rank's had the best and the greatest champions in boxing history. You know, you look down the line and for them to, especially Bob Arum, to take the time and sit down and be willing to, uh, you know, conversate with me and, and, and looking to sign me is, is a truly a blessing. And for them to keep me busy, you know, because fighters get signed and they don't fight and, you know, they're giving me the opportunity. So I'm definitely not going to let it go to waste. You've been blowing guys out and I'm sure you want to step up the competition, but you're still, you know, an infant in terms of your career, you know, three, four fights now. What, um... Do you have a hard time kind of containing yourself, knowing that you have good people behind you who know what they're doing, including your father? Right, right. No, well, I mean, I'm just listening. Excuse me, to uh, my father. Uh, you know, he's been there everywhere I want to go. He's he's been there. So, you know, we're just gonna play fight by fight. And uh, like I said, the more experience I, I have in the ring, the better. And and you know, hopefully down the line, I get to beat my dad's 21-year uh, and five-day middleweight. Uh, I mean, uh, world championship. Uh, so that, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal, no doubt. Well, I don't know if you ever been asked. What's your favorite fighter? A favorite fight that you watch to your father? Uh, I think Raul Marquez. Just the angles, the the slickness, the uh, the the shorts. You know, everything was. Just the style, everything was, was on point and, uh, you know, a beautiful performance for my dad. And, and you ever say to yourself, especially some of the wars he was in, you say, you want to be in, one, you want to be in a couple of those uh, at some point in your career? Uh, I mean, you know, my dad says like this, we're not going to have to show that you have balls until you have to show it. You know, the day that uh, hopefully it never comes, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we know, excuse my friends, that we have balls. So uh, it's going to show when we need to show it. So and this is how it is. A lot of eyeballs are going to be on you on, on May the 20th, uh, you know, just on the whole show in general. So is this going to be a, a night where you want people Sunday money talking to Watercore? Lomachenko Haney was great, but that Vargas kid, I mean, do you think about that because of, of the amount of eyeballs me watching that fight? No, that's the goal. That's the goal for every fight, you know, in a perfect world, you know, for every fight to be like that. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, sometimes we got to go to the rounds. Sometimes, you know, it, it might not go the way I want it to go. But at the same time, you know, you've never seen a boring Vargas fight, and you'll never, never, never will. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? I want to say to the fans, uh, tune in May 20th, live, pay-per-view. You don't want to miss it. Listen. Thank you very much, and best of luck. Thank you, man. Thank you. Good kid, Emiliano Vargas. Definitely one to uh, keep your eye on, uh, not only because of his last name. He can really fight. And like I said, top rank. They're not going to sign you unless they believe that you can fight. Also had a chance to talk to a kid named DJ Zamora, undefeated fighter who uh, uh, is also on the rise. Got a chance to talk to him in the media room uh, before the fight. Here's what he had to say uh, before the Davis and, and Garcia fight. Here with DJ Zamora, who uh, sitting here uh, in the media room, Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, a couple of days away. Before we get into you, I know you got some history with everyone around here. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, how's everything going? And what do you think of this fight on Saturday night? Um, everything's been great, Mark. You know, uh, this fight's going to be a, a big fight. I think um, definitely one of the biggest fights of the year. Uh, you got two, you know, rising stars. Uh, I think the winner of this fight will definitely be the face of boxing especially in the lightweight division. So um, I'm excited for uh, what's to come on Saturday. 
You've been in the ring. I know with Ryan, correct? Yeah. Not not Gervonta though, right? No, no, no. So so Ryan, uh, I mean, just firsthand knowledge. I mean, obviously we have seen him fight, but firsthand knowledge. What does he bring to the table? Um, you know, the speed and the power is real. Uh, he's real fast, real strong. But um, one thing that uh, definitely surprised me the most was his tenacity. He's real. Uh, he's a real competitor in the ring. You know, he wants to you know, get the better of you in, in every sparring session. And uh, it was real competitive when we were in the ring together sparring. I know you, you don't look at but, you know, a lot of maybe the, whether the casual fans, whatever. See, you know, he's got the, got the Armani deals and everything like that, the, as they call the Hollywood good looks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but there's a real meanness behind that. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, um, a lot of people always think, you know, he's the pretty boy and, you know, like you said, he's got all the deals and the, and the looks and stuff. But, you know, he's definitely a, a you know, a mean competitor in the ring. Real quickly before we get to you, give me a prediction. Um, you know what? It's it's gonna be a great fight. Uh, Experience-wise, I would have to give the edge to Tank. You know, he's been in a lot of big fights before. But um, you know, Ryan's real strong, real fast, and I think he's by far uh, the best opponent that you know Tank has gone up against. So. Um, me personally, I think it's a 50 50 fight. It can go either way, depending on, you know, who's on the top of their game and who makes a mistake and who can capitalize on that. So, getting you, you're undefeated yourself. Uh, you just come off a win over Jesus Abara, undefeated fighter on the Plant Benavides card. Uh, I know you're, you're uh, you know, you're a Vegas guy, but fighting on, fight on that type of card before we get into the nuts and bolts of your career, fighting on that type of card. Not probably not quite like this, but still, still a big card. A lot of people in Vegas. Uh, you're probably real excited uh, fight week, and then tell us about the fight. Um, yeah, the fight was great. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, we we train hard, we prepared, so you know, it was good to fight. You know, in my hometown, in front of all the people you know that support me and stuff. So, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity, and um, I'm really blessed and thankful to have been able to fight here. So you get that big win. Have you been told what you know? Uh, what the next move is? When, when we may? I know uh, you, you fight on the PBC cards. I know they got some cards lined up. I know they got one in Vegas. I think coming up May thirteenth. Uh, uh, would that be a possible opportunity for you? Um. Yeah. Uh. No, they haven't approached me with any fight dates yet. But um, definitely getting back in the gym and uh, you know, staying sharp and ready for whenever they call us next and um. You know, the more time I get, you know, to focus on my training and, and perfecting my craft, you know, the better I'm going to look when it's time to fight. Where, where, where do we sit? If I'm time this guy, I like to ask this question. If I'm having a conversation with you in a, in a year, where, where would you like to be? Um, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, on the pro, uh, upcoming top prospects, you know, uh, you know, I'm working hard and uh, definitely want to be, always want to be in a better position than I am now. But, um. I definitely think, you know, that in a year, you know, I'll, I'll start to be on, on bigger cars and hopefully fighting in the bigger stage. Years. Yeah, yeah, better placements and on bigger stages. So, you know, I guess we'll have to see in a year. Um, in your division, who, who, who are you looking out for? I mean, is it, I mean is, it, is it too early to ask you, hey, I'm kind of maybe circling a few guys. Not, I, I'm not even saying you're calling them out, but guys that maybe you could see somewhere in your future. Um, you know what? Uh, I haven't really been focusing on that. You know, I'm still young, so I still have to, a lot to learn. How about, how about any? How about any other prospects you feel 
I, I don't know. I guess sometimes see, it's where I, I get a 50-50 answer. Sometimes I'll ask a prospect like yourself. I just worry about myself, whatever. But other, there are prospects who, you know, you look around to see what the guys who are at your experience level and the guys maybe you're being compared to. Do, do you, I mean, do you look around at those guys just to, just to see what they're doing, who they're fighting, what pace they're being moved at? I mean, uh, I'm a competitor, so, you know, naturally, you know, I, I do look at the guys. So, so who, are the, who are those maybe couple guys that, that, that you look at? Like I said, you're not calling anyone out. I'm just saying just guys you, you're maybe trying to see, you know, maybe you're at the same level, same stage and what they're doing. Nobody specific, you know, just uh, really just um, seeing where they're at and, you know, who they're fighting. And, uh, you know, possibly that could be next for me. So, you know, but as far as, like, anybody specific, um, no, nah, nobody really, you know, just really just focusing on my, my craft and perfecting, you know, being good at what I do. When you're around here, I know you, like you said, the plant uh, Benavides week, but when you're around here, media week, you, it's starting to fill up, the the buzz starts getting, the excitement. You shut, you ever shut your eyes and maybe you, we see Davis and Garcia behind us. You, do, do you ever, like, you know, uh, X out Ryan's picture and maybe put Zamora on there? Um, always, you know, uh, it's 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 a dream for any fighter to, you know, headline a big event card like this. And uh, it's definitely one of my big dreams. And, um, you know, every day I'm just working hard to hopefully accomplish that and be on one of these cards one day. A lot of, fi- a lot of fighters say... Um that, 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 that I mean, that's it, the, the marquee in Vegas. I mean, you're born and bred in Vegas, and you've been seeing these lights for as long as you live. You've seen the big faces. You've seen the Floyd faces. Now we're seeing Tank Davis, seeing Deontay on the big marquee, Tyson Fury. You know, I mean, how far away do you think we are from seeing the DJ Zamora? Um, hopefully not too far, you know. Uh, you know, just staying in the gym, getting ready, and, uh, you know, just taking it one fight at a time. So however many fights it takes to – Headline a card like this is however however long it's going to take. You know. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? Um, you know, just stay tuned. Uh, keep watching. The best is yet to come. Thank you for so much for your time. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it, DJ Zamora, good-looking uh, young fighter. Be charting his prospect on the way up. Bunch of news items this week. We'll get to them. WBO 154-pound uh, interim world champion Tim Zoot will take on uh, Carlos Ocampo on June the 18th in Australia. Also on the card, uh, Sam Goodman will take on Raiya Salim in 122-pound eliminator. No American TV as of yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if Showtime. We got Tim Zhu and uh, uh, Aleem, who's been moved by the PBC over the last couple of years. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Showtime picks that up on uh, Saturday night, June 17th. Uh, boxer, uh, boxer announced that Liam Smith uh, and Chris Eubank Jr., their rematch, we postponed a couple weeks to July 1st. The date change uh, came after Smith uh, re- needed to move his camp a couple weeks. He was recovering from an injury. So just a slight delay in that much-anticipated rematch. It would take place at the AO Arena in Manchester, England on uh, July the 1st now. Heavyweight contender Zhang Zhili, scored, who uh, defeated Joe Joyce, scored the big upset, now has uh, some options now uh, as Joe Joyce accepted the rematch in the, for the rematch clause. But uh, Zhang Zhili is also on the short list to fight Tyson Fury maybe later this summer. So there may be, have to be some step-aside money paid to Joe Joyce um, who, if he won that fight, it looked like he was getting that Tyson Fury fight. So that Zelay could fight Tyson Fury, or he's going to have to go right back into fighting uh, Joe Joyce again. 
Amateur Cuban star Andy Cruz signed a long-term deal with Matchroom Boxing. That was announced at the Canelo uh, Alvarez-John Ryder fight on the pay-per-view. Uh, Cruz uh, won gold at the 2020 uh, Games in Tokyo in the lightweight division. He uh, beat a uh, top-ranked Uber prospect, Keyshawn Davis. And uh, so uh, another big uh, coup for Eddie Hearn. And actually on the same broadcast, Hearn announced that they signed WBC super lightweight champion Regis Prograce. Uh, Prograce uh, will uh, will uh, will get right back into June 17th live on the zone. We'll take on the undefeated Australian Liam Paro, 23 no 14 knockouts. So that will be the first bout under the uh, three fight agreement for um, Regis Prograce with Matchroom Boxing. Uh, WBA uh, regular lightweight champion Javante Davis uh, was sentenced to 90 days in home detention after pleading guilty to a 2020 hit and run uh, incident. Uh, in, that happened in Baltimore. Uh, Davis also must attend a Mothers Against Drunk Driving campaign and perform 200 hours of community service not related to boxing. Should serve, uh, you know, three years of probation as well. So uh, the 90-day sentence, um, could, uh, Tank uh, has to serve it in Baltimore because uh, I know he's got a place down in Florida. He says, got to stay in Baltimore. Can't go down the luxury in Florida. So uh, he was facing, you know, about seven years in jail. So, uh you know, we'll should see Tank Davis back. You know, sometime later this year in the ring after he, uh, as they say, pays his debt to society. The WBA, uh, through its championship commission, granted a special waiver for Arslandi Lara to face Danny Garcia. Looks like August fifth at Barclays Center. Not announced yet, but uh, WBA middleweight champion uh, chip of the world uh, as Garcia looks to become a three division world champion. Manny Pacquiao was ordered to pay $5.1 million to a Southern Cal, uh, after a Southern California jury ruled that Pac-Man breached his contract with Paradigm Sports Management in 2021. He's got to pay $3.3 million in advance and $1.8 million in damages. Finally, uh, Jaime Munguia, 41-0-32 knockouts, will take on Sergei Dierovanchenko, 14-4-10 knockouts. That'll be a 12-round middleweight fight that will take place June the 10th. Uh, that will take at the Toyota Center in Ontario, California, and broadcast live on the zone. I'd like to thank uh, Miliano Vargas and DJ Zamora for joining us this week. And uh, said we got got some good fights. Rolando Romero will have some great guests this week. I'm already working on uh, some very interesting guests for next week. So uh, until then, enjoy the fights. Again, showtime this week. Rolando Romero take on Ismael Barroso. Undercard being. Bartholomew against Juarez and Akhmedov against Sims. Plus ESPN's got the two world title fights. Yanabak alum Kanala take on Stephen Butler, plus uh, Jason Maloney and Vincent Ostrolabio. So some real good fights this week, uh, Saturday night, um, uh, this week on, on Showtime and ESPN respectively. Thank you, and we'll see you next week on the Abrams Boxing Show.